Carly just signed something. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're on the audio podcast, you couldn't even see it. This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. My name is Carly. And we are here today to help someone with a book. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to, to, to brainstorm stuff. Um, yeah, those are always fun episodes. Yeah, we are not together. Connor and I are not together in the same room, <clears throat> mainly because I am so tired today and I just did not feel like tearing apart my room. So totally fine. fine. Uh, yeah. Connor, could you turn on your light? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I always have to, always have to say that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so we're here. And uh, so Carly, tell us, tell us the sitch. What's the situation? So it's been three years since I tried to seriously do NaNoWriMo for the first time. And I was like, I miss writing and I want to try to start something new because I originally was like, I'm going to try to go back and edit the old one. And then I was like, I have 37,000 words typed up and I have no idea where to start because I hate all of this. (laughs) And so I was like, I just want to start something new. Right. But... I'm horrible at coming up with an actual storyline for anything. I can do decent characters on their own, but I can't put them into a story. So that's so why what, we're here. What do you have as like what like what are your? Yeah, do you have any jumping off point? Yeah, uh, like any spark of an idea, or do you want to just not, like wholesale? Not really. Come up with something. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. Uh, cool. So, well, where do you want to start? So we, we're going to do this similar to how um, we've done, like, brainstorming stuff in the past. Um, so we'll we'll start with, um, you know, we'll, we'll choose an aspect on which to start um, building and then figure out the story from there. So do you want to start with setting? Do you want to start with characters? Do you want to start with plot? Setting. 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 Do you want to do setting? Okay, so... I'd say first things first is fiction or nonfiction. (laughs) Well, it's speculative fiction, so. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to do spec. I guess I didn't, I didn't tell that to Connor. So I guess he didn't have that, that foundation. Yes. It's going to be fiction, Connor. Okay. Um, I did, I didn't know that much. Um, but, uh, yeah. So speculative fiction, right? So science fiction, fantasy and or horror, a combination of all Probably three, horror, something but... entirely different. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> I figured it wouldn't be horror. So, I mean, in terms of like the three big, like, genres, um, do you want to do? I guess yeah, science fiction or fantasy. Somewhere in between those two. Ah, Probably more fantasy than science fiction, but. Okay, but so so, what do you mean by that? Um, I don't know. Like, I like how I've been writing certain aspects of our Elysian Road campaign, Mm -hmm. but I'm a little more familiar with fantasy elements of storytelling just because I've grown up reading that. Right. Right. So are we thinking um, like a science fiction story with magical elements or are we thinking like, okay. Or or are we thinking like a fantasy story, like fantasy technology with like science fiction suddenly collides with it or something like, you're thinking so something along the lines of Elysian Row, where it's like a science fiction story, but there are fantastic yeah. elements in the science fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. So so science fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So let's see. 
what are, what are some of the ways that we've done setting building before we did we did the one where we did we're like oh world builders guide like, that's what we did both times yeah uh, do we want to just do that again yeah <laughs> just world builders guide book it up uh sounds like a plan oh look i have it right here <laughs> of course you so do. let's let's do a thing let's roll something um this would be kind of interesting especially if we kind of like expect it to be some somewhat science fiction-y but then mix it with whatever we kind of roll here so um since i don't have the normal like stream setup where i could go to like a dice rolling application um i'm just gonna roll some physical dice in front of me right now um so you could be cheating <laughs> no no it's impossible um all right so i'm gonna roll real quick here to get a general category for for a brainstorm option okay. so we got climate and or landform okay so we're, we're gonna basically we're gonna the options that are gonna come up here are, is basically like yeah like a climate or like terrain um which might possibly be like the planet this is set on or something yeah. like that um yeah that sounds cool so let's let's Roll. Let's see. It's a D, D sixteen. How does this work again? Um, D eight plus eight, so thirteen. Um. Ooh. Okay. I rolled uninhabitable. For some reason, large portions of the world are simply uninhabitable. For example, the deep valleys of a mountainous world may be under too much atmospheric pressure, so humankind is forced to live on the mountainsides. Ooh, this sounds like to look skyward. Um, <laughs> an Arctic or desert world may have regions that are simply too cold or too hot for any normal life form. Um, I mean, that sounds kind of interesting, right? Like a planet where most of it is so inhospitable that it's impossible to live on. So like... Right. Sandless. It sounds like sandless, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which honestly, I have a lot of fun writing about Xanlas, so I mean, yeah, I did like, something I, similar. God, <laughs> like I'm giving you complete and utter creative freedom to just yeah. write a novel in Xanlas if you'd like to. Um, that's a thing. I mean, we know a lot about Xanlas now. We know about like the dome gods and things, <laughs> right? Like, um, I don't know. That's a thing. Yeah, I um, I think I I think I thought about that for a, for a second. So that's well. A here, let's let's roll let's roll a different category two, and kind of add it together and see what comes up. Um, so okay, in hospital, we'll keep that in our mind. <laughs> um, and then let's see, the next category is sites of interest. No, that's for like that's really D and D stuff. We don't really need that. Let's see, forty one cultures. Okay, let's roll a D twelve for what culture? What kind of culture this is? Uh. 12 oh okay um interesting uh seafaring culture so let's read the, the so culture what if is yeah, what if ahead. what if the land is inhospitable and people just live on the oceans <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe there isn't land it's just an ocean planet that would be hard to write yeah <laughs> no but like they live on like floating cities because it's like sci-fi i mean that would be yeah um that would be pretty cool yeah anything anything sparking so far not really 
Okay. Let's roll for a situation. Let's see if anything comes up. Whoa, whoa. There goes my dice. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, situation. Uh, deity. A power or demi-power plays an unusually active role in the day-to-day -day affa day -day affairs of this world. An evil god's avatar may reign and wield power as a great lord of darkness, threatening the entire world. Or a good-aligned deity may choose the PCs as his or her favorite tools to accomplish some end. That's obviously in terms of RPG terms, but... <laughs> That's pretty funny. So That's... an inhospitable ocean world where yep. a dark god reigns. Yep. And sci-fi. Interesting. The Kraken. <laughs> Some sort of, yeah, ancient sea monster. Uh, or... Or what if it wasn't that they that it, that those uh, what if it was something on land that also made that made the land inhospitable like a Godzilla thing where it's like there's this giant creature that only stays on the land and obviously that's not Godzilla but like but like some sort of kaiju <laughs> there's this just creature that only stays on the land and so we have to live on the ocean. Any, anything jumping out to you here, Carly? Any any direction you'd like to go with this? Um, I mean, I am just picturing Xanlis. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that could make a really interesting like goal for the for a character to like kill this thing or make the land like make the people be able to live on the land. Right. Uh -huh. I mean, honestly, this is really just sounding like sandless. <laughs> yeah. Like, like <laughs> monsters that you have to kill to ensure humanity's survival. Caleb just um, really wants you to write a book in sandless. No, I don't. I, not necessarily. <laughs> this, I, this is just necessarily. coming to mind. Right? Like it's, like, it's like this, right? Why write a book? That is like Xanlis, but isn't Xanlis, and you could just write about Xanlis, right? Yeah. Like, I have no argument against that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I mean, if, if yeah, it comes it, down to where Carly is interested in the idea of an inhospitable world with monsters <laughs> and, like, survival, like, that sounds like Xanlis, right? So, right. Okay, let's just say it's set on Xanlis, then, and then okay. everything else can unfold from there. Because obviously it's not going to be Dylan's story just straight right, out of Elysian exactly. Road. But, and that's right. the thing, right? Like, there's a whole mess of history <laughs> yeah. that that's could, could, uh, you could work with. And, and also, like, yeah, Carly... Like, if you are going to do this, like, feel free to just do whatever, right? Like, don't don't feel beholden <laughs> to anything, like... Yeah. Because, obviously, this is a completely different thing, so... Instead um, of kaiju, you want a giant field of hippos? <laughs> don't feel... Don't I mean, feel that's bad by the, the fiction that we've created. Use it as inspiration, but you don't, don't feel like you have to... Um, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well... So that kind of gives us a setting, but it doesn't really give us a story yet. Um, okay, so we're, Carly, were you interested in the idea of like some sort of like specific giant monster that needed to be defeated as a thing? I mean, that would be cool, but I don't know. But I feel like I'm not even, I'm not that great at writing like action. So if the whole story is focused on mm. like 
this certain action scene has to happen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you want to maybe focus it away from that and do. Um, so what kind of story are you thinking that you would maybe be more inclined to? Uh. <laughs> like, is this a story of like a, a family who's trying to survive on Zenless? Is this a story of a political turmoil in one of the dome cities? Like, you know, mm-hmm. a couple directions you can go. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, here let's let's roll the last one here, the historical, and see if anything comes up. That's interesting because uh, it looks like we've rolled in everything that's relevant except for that one. <laughs> Four. Ooh, civil war. <laughs> the primary culture has been divided by an explosive issue, such as religion or secession. Some of the uh, characters of the campaign, some of the characters of the book, have come <laughs> down on one side or the other, and uh, the main characters may have to pick sides too. That's a thing, and that doesn't necessarily have to be like an actual war. Yeah. Um, in terms of Xanlis, that could be. Um, like, a dome is, like, fighting with itself. Like, people are disagreeing on what to do about a certain situation. (laughs) Elysian Road. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah, I like, I like that idea, especially since we've, in the game, we've touched on, um, uh, like people being driven driven out of certain domes, right. yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. dangerous to live there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, could it could be about like the exodus from one yeah. dome to the other, right? That's totally a a thing. Um. Oh my gosh, I could write like, oh my gosh, I could write about Ziva and like everything like before her and like up to her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That would be fun. I might keep that in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe not for this, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Just just for like another little yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, okay. Cool. So, sparks of ideas are happening. <laughs> um, let's see here. What? What else do we kind of have to work with? Okay, like what? What is? What I mean, you probably should start like what? What do you want to be set in stone? Like what's? What are some concrete things that you want this story to be, and that'll help, like like give yourself structure. Yeah, I would I would say like think about what not what genre but like subgenre this is in terms of like a story structure like is this political is this a family drama is this a comedy is this like you know whatever it is right like or science fiction um and there may be people with psychic powers because science <laughs> fantasy right yeah um but and there's giant monsters and whatnot but like what what part of the world does it focus on like yeah we could do like dome exodus but it, it in that case right is it the story of a family is it the story of the politics of of the the caravan yeah is it the story of one loner trying to like save his people like you know is it a romance story is it a romance yeah Yeah, you could definitely pull that off (laughs) is it it like a romeo and juliet type story where (laughs) different domes are like (laughs) oh wow the 
the the dome the dome splits and he has to go with his family to to abandon the dome and the other half of the people stay there to try to live in the dome still even though there's all these problems and he's like no i must go back for her and they end up committing suicide together at the very end what no that's that's how it happens i know that's terrible though i know uh, I like the idea of that being, of, of romance being a part of it, but not the whole, like, point. Not the point. main story. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's B I mean, plot, I, not a Yeah, I, I find that to be, not only is that very common. Yeah, I mean, romance but, as a B plot is a great narrative device. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, so the, like, I think the question is, like, are you, so you're, if you're not as interested in, like, a whole bunch of action scenes of people fighting monsters. Then, like, are you then more change interested... the monsters into hippos? <laughs> are you more interested in like the political drama? Are you more interested in like family drama? Are you more interested right. in like um I'm trying to think of other examples? Uh, here, let's look at subgenres of fiction. I'm kind of thinking like. I mean, this is kind of getting into characters, but, like, I kind of want a character that, like, basically had similar to Dylan's life, but didn't become famous, and has just kind of been stuck on Xanlis, and, like, has had to do something else with their life. Mm-hmm. So, like, the story of a person who's longed to get away from this horrible place. Yeah. But has to deal with the... Whereas Dylan was like, this place is great, but I can do better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. So, we have, like, um, I'm trying to think of a, a, like, analogy. Um, So, I mean... Like an analog. I would say the, 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 uh, the danger here... Is because we're still doing Elysian Road, you might not want to do this close of a story. Yeah. Because you might get into it and then be like, well, now I want to write this thing that's happening in Elysian Road instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we are, take... we are set to leave Xanlis, though. So. Right. Well, no, I, well, that's what I mean. Um, what was it? It was, uh, I, I want to say it was Stephen King, who uh, he read... He read the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and he was like, ah, oh, man, like, I want to write something like this. And instead of writing it right away, he was like, okay, nope. And he, he spent, uh, he waited six months where Lord of the Rings was, like, totally out of his mind because he didn't want it to be, like, a copy of of mm-hmm. that. And then yeah. after that, then he wrote his own, like, fantasy story. And it was, you know, Is that where the Dark Tower came from. That's where the Dark Tower came from. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's obviously extremely different than Lord of the Rings, it's very different. But it's still, but it's still like it was his take on like a fantasy thing, and like yeah. an epic fantasy kind of whatever. Um, so I mean, that's that's my yeah, I, advice. I don't, at I don't this mean point. to like push for for like putting on his analyst. It just sounded like that's where it was going. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, I mean, this is about what you want to write. So if you want to write this thing, you know that you're going to write this thing, then mm-hmm. then write but it. But I mean, that's yeah, the you want to be excited about whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, what were you even just talking about? Uh, you were talking. I mean, we were talking about uh, Dylan. 
Like, what if it's pretty much like a Dylan alternate life is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so... I mean, honestly, that's probably the, the way the uh, where to go. Um, who is the main character? What are they about? What do they want? Um, one of the things that I've been learning as I go through the like novel writing class that I'm in is that ultimately any story boils down to one main protagonist and how they change through the course of the novel. That is like yeah. the core of every single story. Yeah. And so, like, who is this person? And like, what are they like? And how will they change? Like, what is their arc? Um, what are you interested in writing? And this, this is, this is going to end up being something that's like very, very simple and core. Um, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, person who leads their people out of the promised land. It's like someone like, so, okay. So if we have this character, right. Who wants to leave Xanlis or just wants to get out of their horrible life, right? Like they don't like it here. Um, how could they change from that? Do they learn to love Xanlis? Do they learn to... Do they actually leave? Do they... Like, how, how, how does that end up happening? If that's their main motivation, is like, they don't want to be here, then how how does that... What do they learn? How do they... Let's, how do they let's ask this real quick as well, just before you answer that one. Mm -hmm. um, are you a discovery writer or more of a planned writer? I'm a discovery writer? writer, but I hate that I'm a discovery writer. <laughs> right, oh, so okay. try to have more of a structure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. I, just I would it. definitely recommend then... Um, like figuring out this like main arc. Yeah, yeah. figure out that. Yeah. I would say, especially if I mean, discovery writing is really fun. Um, so I would say, have the plot in mind. Not not the plot in mind. What I mean is like, this is what I want to accomplish with this yeah. story. Like this is yeah. the beginning. This is the character. This is the place, and this is the goal. Like this is the story I want to tell, and then let the story unfold naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the most fun way of writing something. Yeah. So, what what are your thoughts? What interests you as like a, a journey for for a character? Uh. <laughs> and a lot of times it can be like something like that you personally like are thinking about or or whatever, right? Like, is this actually the story of of how uh, Carly Pinch um, wants to move to Wisconsin? <laughs> 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 okay but literally like because <laughs> no like that's totally a thing yeah right? like that would be a really easy way oh to my go gosh it, right yeah <laughs> we just kind of just kind of mask it like that That that's that's literally that's what my novel is about not that particularly but like that's yeah. what it is right like it's me struggling with a question oh and my i'm gosh. using yeah. my character to think about yeah it. i i like that mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay, especially so, so... with like okay Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spew about this for too long, but 21 okay, Pilots' yeah. new album, Trench, sure. is all about this kind of, like, thematic place of, like, you're not in this horrible place anymore, but you're in this, like, nothing place that you have to get through to get to a better place, and so that's what the album is kind of focused on, and I've mm -hmm. been, like, relating to it, like, like, high school is my trench, like, I just yeah, want to get yeah. out, but, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So, oh so Xanlis is your high school. <laughs> That's what this is. Um, Put that okay. in the, the dedication. <laughs> yeah, well, to, to Canvas High School. Uh, you mean Kamas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, so so this is the thing, right? Like, if, if that's if that's the like main thrust of it, then what's 
What does the character learn? How does the character deal with that? Probably that, like, they're going to be stuck here for a while. They might as well make use of whatever they can do in the moment. But I don't know how I would, like, story that out. Mm-hmm. So you want, so, so it's basically like, they don't want to be in the situation that they are. But, so is it is it going to be like, like a, like, like the Trench album where it's like, you have to get through this to get to something better um and, and if so like what is the better right like is yeah. the better leaving xanlis or is the better like improving xanlis itself <laughs> right like if if it's like is it like a situation where it's like oh i wish i could just leave this horrible place but then they realize like but i can't and so i have to make this place better yeah i like that and then maybe they do end up leaving in the end because they're like, I made this place better, but I still want to, like, see everything else. Mm-hmm. But but then, yeah, and then that point, right, it's not a, like, a spite thing. It's just like, oh, I hate this place. Yeah. It's just that, like, I have, I've done right to, by this place, and now yeah. I feel good leaving it. Yeah. I Yeah, that sounds like a great story arc. Yeah. Yay. Um, Cool cool yeah i'm totally about that i want to read this book (laughs) um so who is this main character and like what do here let me i'm just gonna look up story genius book that i've been reading for school because like they talk a lot about this this stuff and i think it would be kind of helpful um Carly Pinch, is that a zebra pen? What? No, it's is not. That a... oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So so we know that your your character enters the novel wanting to leave Xanless. Yeah. Right? Why? Why does she want to leave Xanless ultimately? I mean, there's the obvious reasons of just, it's kind of a crappy place to live, but, (laughs) um. But is it deeper than that? Is is it because uh, of, Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um. There's lots of hippos, so, you know, it's not really the best place that you want to be. Um. Right? Like, why does your protagonist want what they want? What will getting, getting it mean to them? What, what does, what do they think it will say about them? Right. Like. Like, what could the deeper motivation be? Um, obviously, Xanlis is a bad place to live, but is it? Are, are there other people that ultimately are the reason that she wants to live? Uh, wants to leave? Like, are are is she using the the environment as a, like an excuse to get away from the people, or what? Or does she love the people? And okay, pause it. Pause it. What if she worries? so much about the people that she's like around like her close friends and family 
that like she doesn't want to have to deal with like constantly fearing for their like demises and so like she wants to leave because she can't she couldn't stand to just watch her family be picked off one by one by the horrors of xanlis Hmm. yeah that's just a, a possible direction to take that yeah Yeah, I also like the and idea obviously- that there's someone else or other people somewhere else that she would rather be also. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get my family out of here, and I know where a better place would be where there's other people that I want to be with. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is... <laughs> Getting deep into Carly's psychology. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right, I but it. I mean, I also it. just... Yeah. This doesn't have to be a direct analogy. Yeah, just throwing yeah, that out there. But <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just that's all. Right. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um yeah, I like that idea that like there is a like another pla- it's not so much about not being here. It's just mm-hmm. not being there or it's not so much about being here. It's it's more about not being there. Right? Yep. Um, not being in the other place. So we, we picture this other place. Oh, 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 I know what it is. Uh, I mean, just given Zaneless, what Zaneless is. So remember, there's a, a big space station called Orion City that orbits over oh, yeah. around the planet that it's like TL4 and like <laughs> it's like a bunch of people who have escaped the horrors of Zaneless. <laughs> and it could totally be like a thing where like the like pe- the the other people who've gotten away from Xanlis, right? They they live in Orion City, and Orion City is like this this amazing, cool, awesome place that everybody talks about is like the best place to live ever. Um, and you can only get there like we can come up with reasons for like what well, how you how one could get there, and it's like you know proving yourself like worthy of being there by like offering some sort of great skill set or something, right? Like, to, and then the people of Orion City will like give you a, a pass to come there like send the ship and, and pick you up or something like that right and so it's it's about like um yeah something along those lines right like we're because that's that's actually a thing that exists in the lore already that there's like this city that's obviously much better place to live in Xanlis that's like floating above the planet yeah so what it is is she knew people previously on Xanlis that got to Orion City and now she wants to get there with all of the people around her that she loves so that mm-hmm. both she can be with those people and not be on Xanlis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's, that's good. I like that. Um, okay, so if you want to get uh, into plot B as well and also throw plot B for a loophole, you <laughs> could make the story about her wanting to have this significant other who went to the space station. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, and then when she gets there, either he's not what or she, he's not what she thought he was, or that like he he's found somebody else now, and then it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess I guess I was trying to do something, you know, to to do this thing for this other person. And then in the end, that that I did that I wasn't around, I so like, I, I I did get my family here, right? Like I did get my family here. I get my, my got my friends here. I accomplished this thing, and the whole time I thought I was really doing it for this person, mm. 
And I, I forgot that I wasn't actually doing it for any of these people. And it was mm. like, why don't I care for the people around me? Yeah. As much as I care for the person that's that I don't even know anymore. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that could that's be deep. a that's deep. That could be a deep story there. I mean, yeah, and that 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 gets it. Like, I was just gonna point like the next thing in this like character outlining thing that they have in this book. The the next thing was the misbel a misbelief. Um, like, oh, okay, well there you go. What's stopping? them from from getting what they want like what do they believe what 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 thing do they believe that's wrong that's like causing them problems and, and like that they have to realize by the end and that would be right like that wow. the, their motivation for doing it in the first place is has been skewed um yeah i really like that idea right because i it could be this thing where like once you go to orion city you never talk to anyone mm, from yeah Zanless again right you like you you can't have any communication sort of a thing right um and so it's been this thing in the main character's head where like they've wanted to get there for so long because it's been this whole thing like oh that that person is there and like they've been waiting for me this whole time kind of she thing, has right? the opportunity to get there just by herself and then mm. when she gets there and finds that this guy doesn't care about her anymore and is like with somebody else or or he's just not the person that she thought he was and he's just a terrible human being then she just goes back Oh and says, gosh. "No, I'm not going. I'm not going back up there until I can get all of you guys there." And that's the end of the story. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, that's a that's a pretty solid, solid. Uh, idea right there um yeah but what else do you want help with carly fleshing fleshing that out further or where is that um i don't know i mean if you don't if you don't have anything else i would say one of the main things you should consider is what makes your main character unique mm, yeah mm -hmm. Like, the last time you made a character, you were like, you know what? She's deaf. <laughs> yeah. And that just made your character ten times more interesting. <laughs> so, like, what's the thing about this character that's like, oh, wow, yeah. Okay, what are, what that really skills? changes the story. Yeah. Strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, because if say if if we've decided that to get to Orion City, you have to like prove yourself worthy of it or whatever, right? Like, how would she go about doing that? Right, like what what could she offer? And maybe yeah, maybe it's about like her not having this skill too, and she wants to get this skill. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it could be either way. Yeah, where she's she's not naturally inclined towards any particular skill set, and so she just has to like figure out. How well, to... well, maybe she's naturally inclined towards a specific skill set, where that doesn't matter. Yeah, right. she's naturally inclined thing. towards like, like she's art good at or video something. games. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just kidding. That's too Dylan. No. But... Yeah, no, but that's 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 a perfect analogy for like the problem of dream romance. Yeah, is I have to be this thing to get this person. Hmm. Wow. 
What do you guys think? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, the question would be, I mean, Xanlis is a pretty harsh place to live. And so you wouldn't be completely useless or else you wouldn't be alive. On yeah. Xanlis, Obviously, right? um, she knows how to fight to some degree. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that just herself. makes it more fun. Does she have like a, to write, like but... a heated sword? Uh, <laughs> probably not like at their heated... tech level. <laughs> oh, I think I think you guys missed the joke. You said she learned knows how to fight to some degree. Oh, and I wow! Said, oh, like heated, with like a heated sword. <sighs> Go home, Connie. I am home. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm in your home. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? Are you in my house? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. Are you afraid, Edward? <laughs> you're like a swan. I can stare at you for hours. Well, I don't know who you are or what you're doing in my house. But when I return, I will tell you great tales of my adventures. We're just quoting Candace. I'm so sorry. What time is it? Okay, I think I'm waking up now. <laughs> Let's actually get back to the 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 whole point. Um, yeah. So I mean, so what what are do do we want to do some sort of random sparking? of this yeah <laughs> okay um do we want to start with maybe mbti right. yes actually that's a good idea like just like okay what is i would and... say you shouldn't do an infp yeah um unless you feel like it would really add to the story if you really understood this person i mean i and, think like the character will be close to that but like I think right. Dylan's already very INFP, so yeah. I don't yeah I don't want to make an exact copy of Dylan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so look at the uh, at the list then, like pull pull it up so you can see it yourself, I'll and just uh, zoom. like yeah, I think she's gonna pull it up on something else. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna. Um, what? That makes sense. I would say, what would be one that you, like, know a deal about that you feel like you could, you could copy? And obviously, you don't want to make a picture perfect or a cookie cutter, you know, yeah. of one of those personalities. But yeah, this would just be, like, a springboard for an idea of how they would approach the problem, probably. Yeah. Or, you know, it, they are cookie cutter except for this one thing or mm. something like that, you know? That could also be. I'd say it just depends on, like, what interests you the most. Yeah.
I don't know, because I, I don't want to do an extroverted character, because I don't know where to start writing an extroverted character. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um... Well, that, that shortens it to, like, what, f- several, uh, like, eight? And that cuts it in half, yeah. Yeah. So, INTJ, INTP, INFJ, INFB, ISTJ, ISFJ, ISTP, ISFP. And people who don't know MBTI types, that is just like, <laughs> Um, I could see this being an ISFJ, um, given how we've established the character. Um, right. David Ludens is an ISFJ. Um, mm. It's it's the personality type that's... Um, the defender. The defender, right? Like, um, true altruists meeting kindness with kindness and excess and engaging the work and people they believe in with enthusiasm and generosity. Um, they're all about, you know, protecting people and helping people. Yeah. Um, and I could I could definitely see that being being an aspect. Um, their strength and weaknesses is they're supportive, reliable, and patient, imaginative and observant, enthusiastic, loyal and hardworking. They have good practical skills, but they're humble and shy. Take things too personally, repress their feelings, overload themselves, are reluctant to change, and are too altruistic. So politics is what they would hate. <laughs> Yeah, I could definitely see the idea of them being, like, too altruistic um, and, like, taking too much on themselves, like, if their sense of duty yeah. um, and stuff. And it would be interesting to, to, to play with maybe the their idea of their sense of duty to their lost love interest and their sense of duty to their family or whoever their close people are on Xanlis still. Yeah. Defenders are the least likely personality type to enjoy gambling. Random fact. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the two ISFJs we know are David, David and, and AJ. AJ. Yeah. And yeah, I'd say on the list of people <laughs> who'd like gamble with us. <laughs> I think uh, AJ would be the absolute last person I would ever expect to gamble. And I would say David would find it too dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd be like, of course not. I would never do that. Like, I, I don't think he's adamantly against the idea, but mm-hmm. like, not nah, he'd never do it. <laughs> So I like that. Mm-hmm. So what is the the final like result of them getting to Orion City? Like what do they find out about this person that they've been seeking after for so long? Is it that the person is like a complete jerk face and doesn't care about them anymore or like has like just forgotten about them 
Um, or maybe they don't even, they aren't even on Orion City anymore. Hmm. Like, which one, which one would, like, help the, the arc make the most sense? Like, what, what do we want to be that, like, Probably that, probably that they left, because then it's not just, like, oh, she's such a bad judge of character that, like, she didn't right. see that he was a big jerk. Yeah. I mean, obviously she hasn't seen him in a long time, but, like, she's not just a bad judge of character, but she misjudged that he would wait for her to get there. Mm-hmm. And he, like, left and went to a different planet, because... Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, he wasn't gonna wait around for her. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I have a feeling that, like, when when you guys had your tearful, tearful goodbye, I say this as, as if you're the main character, sorry. <laughs> um, when they have their tearful goodbye, right? Like, it was probably along the lines of, like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll get to make it to Orion, Orion City, too. And, like, maybe you both believed that when yeah. you left. But maybe after a while, he realized, like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. chance. And, like, not everybody's going to make it. So, like, I, I need to move on sort of a thing. And that was, like, a maybe a good decision on his part because it was yeah. very unlikely, right? But, like, the main character was, like, so determined to do it. And they did actually do it. But, like... They, they didn't realize that it was an un, it was such an unrealistic idea yeah. in the first place yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting did you hurt your foot recently Connor no why someone in chat is asking about your foot and i don't know is it like someone from your work i i no my foot's okay (laughs) i mean i've been picking my toenails for like an hour (laughs) uh thanks for announcing that on the podcast (laughs) yep yeah i don't know i I just with 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 a knife i've been like carving away at it I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Uh, I'm so honest on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> this is very strange. I'm done by the um, okay, so what what other um what other things do we need to, to kind of explore? Uh, um like what is the I, yeah, I mean going back to like skills set and um like possible mm, yeah. directions that they would try to like because i like the idea of have you ever read the hunger game series carly no okay um i like the idea of orion saint orion city being kind of like um like a, a situation where like every single person in orion city is there and has like a very specific function because there's only so much space in orion city and so like everyone is like a very mm, key yeah. member of society and so like to get there like you have to be like, um, like really right, good at looking what you do. for people of this thing. Say it again. Right, like that. The only openings right now are people of this thing, and you're not that thing. Mm. That's. I mean, that's that makes the most sense to me. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe... I, I also so, said your. Yeah, uh. maybe, maybe what the Orion City people do is, like, whenever they're, like, someone dies, like, who's important... Mm. Like, they just send out a message to, like, the people on Xanlis and are like, hey, there's an opening. Is there anyone who's, like, a good mm. doctor? We, we need someone like so that. So, obviously, there's some scene of, like, this main character, like, checking the, like, um, like population updates or whatever. <laughs> yep. And just hoping for someone to die which is, or Yeah, something. which That's is dark, so weird. but... And it's, like, more babies and you're like, ugh! <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, so let's let's think about this maybe in, in terms of, like, logic. What kind of people would always be accepted in Orion City? Like, people who are good at what what thing? Like, what makes sense for, like, a, like the, her best shot? Um, like, honestly, I would think someone who's, like, really good at, like, medicine or something. Like, mm. Yeah, probably a doctor or somebody who's willing to do the dirty work on something. That's true, too. Like a politician. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't hire their politicians from Zedless. <laughs> no, that'd be really dumb. Plus, that wouldn't make for an interesting story. How do you train to be a politician? <laughs> and why is that a fun story to watch? I mean, it could be... I mean, I know this is this kind of turns into an action story, but it could be like a soldier. Like, yeah. trained to be the, the fighting best for Orion City's military. Taking new recruits. I find that hard to believe. Hard to believe in what way? I, I find that hard to believe that, that people would want soldiers. Why would you need soldiers? Maybe maybe like bounty hunters or like a sheriff. You know what I mean? Like law enforcement, but not, not a soldier. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I definitely want it to be something that, um, the rest of the people around her on Xanlis think is, like, a waste of time, because, like, it's, it's very rare for her to even get this opportunity, but she's spending so much time trying to get good at this thing, mm-hmm. and so yeah, they so look at something... her as just, like, the, the child with the dream that's never gonna really get there. <laughs> yep. The, so, it's definitely, it's something that on Xanlis is worthless, but yeah. in Orion City is very purpose yeah what would that be i don't know <laughs> um would it maybe be something along the lines of like understanding tl4 technology or something um like understanding higher tech i, I don't know um oh oh what if it's being a star pilot oh <laughs> like right like a like a starfighter pilot um but first she needs a ship yeah right (laughs) right but but like it could be one of those things where like she finds like some like old simulation thing that can oh this is very star wars now (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're ray now actually that is very star wars i mean i was thinking more like annie but (laughs) Honestly, you could be Anakin, you could be Luke, or you could be Rey. All three of the characters have basically the exact same plot line. That's true. <laughs> Wait, hold up, guys. Annie and Anakin are the same person. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, oh, we said Ray, Luke, and Anakin. Yeah. For some reason, I thought we said Annie and Anakin, and I was like, wait, wait a second, guys. Hold up now. No, anyway. What do you think? Is, so is that something you don't want to go into, or? Um, like, is that something you want to make a decision on? Kind of. I, I just, like, obviously I can do research on things, and will. Right. But, like... But you preferably want something that wouldn't take a whole bunch of research. Yeah. Because right. I know I, I nothing mean, about Right, like, that. so, <laughs> like, you'd be training to be a doctor, for example, would be <laughs> undertaking, because you'd have to figure out a lot Yeah. But that would be... I, the other thing we got to understand is, what would be an interesting story? Watching a person on a dangerous planet try to become a doctor, like... You know what I mean? Unless they're trying to just go straight off of experience. Like, it's just reading. You just have to know things about the person's body and, like, what what medicines are... You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking... I'm thinking what would be interesting is if she had to, like... I don't know. Of just, like, all these different things of, like, taking risks of... Like, his doctor shows are very interesting to people. Right? Like, uh, the whole... How do I fix this person... Yeah. And you could always just, like, sci-fi it, you know what I mean? <laughs> because it is sci-fi on a different planet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, nanobots or, uh, okay. What if, they're, what if no. they're training to be a roboticist? Oh, yeah, I mean, that could be something. Like, fix, and fix like, robots. That goes back to, like, like... Annie just Anakin. building Cedric <laughs> I mean, to some That's extent, true. it's gonna be like Anakin yeah. because it's like a person but, on an inhospitable yeah. planet trying to get off of it. <laughs> like, yeah, but also I feel like that would be really interesting with the whole thing with the domes that we've created. Hmm. Um. Yeah, because they could accidentally like. G- g- what if you met? A, a true AI companion who is, who is going to teach you how to make robots. <laughs> what if that becomes a part oh. of the plot? Oh, I like that. And then it ends up... Okay. Obviously, I think that the, the AI would have to die. Hear me out. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of the dome gods. And so they think that... The main character thinks that they're an AI the entire time. But then oh it comes gosh. down to like where she wants to leave... And the the god's like, take me with you. Oh my gosh. Oh. I don't want to be here anymore. And it's like, ah, you a person. Oh man. I like that. And like, while she's been trying to, um, like, gain this skill, she's, she's lost a bunch of the friends and respect of a lot of the family that she thought she was going to try to take with her. But then mm. this supposed AI becomes her only real friend <laughs> and then she's like i still want to go up there and like try to convince everyone else down here that like up there is a better life but like yeah Ooh. 
<laughs> I, I, I honestly really like that as a, as the plot arc because it gives the main character someone to interact with almost constantly yeah. throughout the whole yeah, yeah, novel. Because yeah. yep. before it could have just been like a really boring, like just a bunch of training montages yeah. with no one to talk to and just like introspection yep. the entire yeah. time. But if, if the I character mean, that, has someone yeah. to like play off of the entire time, like teaching them yeah. how to be a roboticist, yeah. but, but the AI obviously can't be a roboticist, they can't go up and like be in Orion City in the same way, right? That would be the right. whole idea. Yeah, and it makes an interesting contrast of two characters because it's going to be ver- one very, like, um, introspective character and then another almost artificial character. So it's going to be very yeah. contrasted. I like that. Yeah, yeah I do too. I- I'm into it. Um... So obviously, I feel like the plot line for the beginning would be, she's trying to figure out how she can get to this to this to the station, and then she's like, "Oh my goodness, they need a roboticist," and you're like, "There's no way that they're gonna fill that. Like, there's not, like nobody with braves finding out the technology." Right. Um. Yeah. No one ventures into the the parts of the dome that could kill you. <laughs> right. And. Uh, Oh, wait a sec. I think she's talking to somebody. Just... <laughs> yeah. Go away. Go away. Go away. Good night. So, Keith, how's life? There you go. How are you doing? Okay. I'm still really sad that David died in my video game. Oh, man. I'm sorry, dude. It's all good. What were you saying, Connor? Okay, anyway. So, so um, I think the beginning of the story would be... Right, that she's she's like, ah, there's no way they're going to fill that roboticist um, thing anytime soon. And so she's like, okay, well, I'll try to become that. And it's obviously this this big risk of like, okay, what if they do fill this thing and there's something else that, you know, they want, they're going to have me try to fill. You know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe there's this other thing that I could have spent time learning. Yeah. And, and it's just like, okay, I have to take this risk. And I, if I'm going to do it, I have to do it now mm. because time is of the essence. And so she's just like, okay. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to venture straight into, like, one of these domes that has these, like, crazy AI, AI things that, like, killed people so I can figure out how to become a roboticist. And then what really happened is, yes, the AI god thing did, like, kill a bunch of people. And everybody left, and then they were extremely lonely. And now they're just begging for attention. And I so... think it should be the other way around. I think she should accidentally stumble upon yeah, the AI. I like the idea of have the her just, like, be... like like trying to find any kind of like equipment that she can use to try to figure out how to like how to do this job and like and she yeah i mean there's probably something some more interesting reason why she stumbles into the center of the dome but <laughs> right okay yeah i know but yeah, I, I, I like, like the idea of too. like the ai's like hasn't talked to a person in a long time and mm-hmm. like right yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I it could be like, a thing of... I feel like, like, roboticists, like, probably... Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, when it should be revealed that, like, a roboticist spot is available, if that should be, the, like, the first thing that happens in the story, or if that happens no, even I think... after they've met the AI. Yeah, no, I think it's a thing of she knew it, but you don't get it on screen that she knew it. Like she, she knew this thing that there was a roboticist thing. And then she goes into this thing 
into the dome or whatever and finds this AI. What about that? And then what about she's this? like, what if there's oh my like a couple of positions that that like she start like start out the whole story right, and she's like looking at the positions right, and there's a couple of different right. positions, and yeah. the, the roboticist is like in the middle of the list, and she kind of like just completely passes it over because he's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to do that. And then right. she's like, she goes into the dome trying to train to do something else. Maybe, maybe it's like soldier. Maybe she's like, maybe she's like, well, I mean, I guess I could learn how to fight. And then she's just like, All right, <laughs> what, what do I do? I guess I just go into the dome and like fight the drones that like try to kill people. And then that's when she meets the AI and the AI, the AI is like, I mean, I can teach you how to be a roboticist. And she's like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. didn't even think about that as a possibility. And then starts that that journey so she goes in and she's like uh drones let's fight and is all tense and they just don't fight her and just keep going and she's like oh okay all right and just trying to provoke the 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 robots (laughs) to like fight her and then one of them is like why are you trying to destroy my robots (laughs) and she's like uh i want to be a soldier (laughs) and train myself so i can go to a space station and he's like, is there any other way you can get to space station than destroying all of my stuff? <laughs> and uh, then it's like, oh, there's a person. I want them to, like, be my company. And then she's like, oh, this is an opportunity. I don't want to have to be a soldier. I could be a roboticist. Yeah, I like the idea, too, right, of, like, the character maybe being very not soldier-like, right? Or, like, right. they have this instinct to, like you know protect people and like help people but it's it's not they're they're, they have no fighting capabilities um like they've never had fighting capabilities and they have no desire to like hurt people really and so but but like they're so desperate so boring they're so desperate to like get see they're like i mean i guess i gotta like be a soldier i guess yeah and then you know they they stumble upon this and they're like no oh i could do this instead (laughs) Okay. okay. Yeah, this sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Carlos? Yeah. I like Anything it. Else? Anything else you need to want to brainstorm about it, or is that pretty solid? Um. I don't know. Is this a love triangle? <laughs> Once she figures out that the AI is actually a person. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it's like a hundreds of yeah. years, years old person. <laughs> right, but I mean, that doesn't have to be the case. Right. I mean, I feel like it's a platonic. It could be triangle. like an Aang thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where like it's it's about like the, her uh, her friendship with the AI over her. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, this like person. this AI person becomes more important to her than. Yeah, and maybe we get to the point, right, where, like, she does, she chooses to go to Orion City, and it's, like, this whole horrible, like, it's, like, a breakup, basically, right? Yeah. Her and the AI, because yeah. she can't oh my gosh. go. The AI is probably going to try to trap her in there, and because she knows so much about the roboticist stuff, that she's able to make her way out. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, you're crazy, like, I can't believe you did this or whatever. And then the AI is like, please stay. You're, like, the only thing in the world that matters to me right now. And she's like... Well, you're not the only thing in the world that matters to oh. me. This matters to me more than the world. And then she comes back and she's like, I was wrong. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm Oof. super into that. And then you just had this this moment of like, the, the AI just won't let her back in. And it's like, <laughs> nah, man, you broke my heart. And, and, and she's like, you're a robot. You don't have a heart. And yeah. 
I mean, we probably just have this moment of like there's there's like this one robot that he he always used to like show like his human like body language yeah and the one thing is like sitting in a corner you know and it's like you broke my heart you poke you poke my heart heart. you You know like that would be really cool it's okay say you're sorry you poke my heart sorry my mom said it's sprinkling it's raining Have you seen that video, Carly? I think so. It's so Sounds good. Sounds familiar. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, it's one of my favorite videos. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, obviously we've given you a lot of ideas. You should go with whatever you want to go with. Um, but yeah, I'd say the main focus should be on those two characters. Yeah. Um, and, like, go go with, like, the, the obvious, like, relationship for a story of, like, you know, a boy and his dog, or like uh, this person a girl and, her and... AI. <laughs> right. I mean, that's literally like that's yeah. what the the genre should be. Or I'm thinking like Last Guardian kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the the video game that we played through, mm-hmm. where it's this little boy and his like giant griffin flying creature thing, <laughs> griffin type creature. You know, like that kind of a story, except it's with a robot. <laughs> that's that not really actually a robot. turns out to be a person. Yeah. That's yeah. trapped, yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking also part of it could be this thing of like he 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 can't go with her. And and maybe she is like, no, you could just come with me. And then Yeah, like, I mean, like honestly, I could bring that would have the to be right. AI it's like, part oh, of I can you. just upload you to this robot, right? And <laughs> right. like and then no, he's like, No, sorry, no, you can't and ha- then he has to reveal himself yeah. of like, no, I'm actually a person. And then she's like Wow, first of all, you lied to me this whole time. But secondly, like, then I have to leave and be with this person because See, this is this a very is... unhealthy relationship we're having right now. <laughs> right. And then and then that's what breaks his heart. And then she realizes that he needed her and she goes back. Yeah. Man, wow, that's I'm into it. I'm that's excited. a good story right there, yeah. We you also Carly, you should well okay you don't ha- have to but like you should have a scene where like she goes outside the dome, and there's like this creature that tries to attack her and the AI saves her. <gasps> yeah, literally the with, yeah like, with the like dome drones or something. Yeah. Yes, wouldn't that be yeah. awesome? Oh my Specifically, gosh. like at the very beginning, like she leaves because she's like, ah, oh, you crazy AI, something happens or whatever, and then this robot, not this robot, this like guy. Uh, creature tries to attack her and and he like he like uploads himself into like this mech suit that can only go for a certain amount of time um yeah pro- probably something because obviously it had to have some sort of range for him he probably couldn't go out with out with it too far that's i mean that would probably have to be the restriction on his on everything with him is he can only go a certain uh far away before he loses control of that thing because he has to stay where he is because obviously you have to have that thing where, or else he would just be able to go to the space station as that mech. So obviously that doesn't make sense. But anyways, no, he like he like takes control of a mech and like goes and like saves her, and it's like this really cool battle, like King Kong kind of battle, where like yeah. like the mech is like opens up the T Rex's mouth and like breaks the jaw, and yeah. it's like this really cool thing. And then and then she's like, ah, oh, wow, thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, like that would be really cool. Yeah. Honestly, that's what this story is. It's King Kong. A little bit. 
not really, but a little bit. Because because she leaves to like go for that person, <laughs> and you know, yeah, and the and the uh, yeah, that's Kale's dying over oh there. Oh my gosh, that's, you're totally right though. That has a lot to do with it too. You're yeah. absolutely right. This is King Kong. This is Peter Jackson's King Kong, because yeah. there's the AI that's King Kong, and then yep. there's the person in the 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 space station yep. that's the, the pianist guy. Uh, right. Obvious. Yeah. Obviously, it's a different different story <laughs> but and because and the, and both of the characters are very different it's the same story archetype but yeah the same story archetype yeah i'm excited that sounds really cool <laughs> but yeah feel free to discard any of the random <laughs> crap we've come up yeah with. Uh, but you have to keep the ai fighting some sort of no, monster obviously. no i like that <laughs> okay you right. have to do right. it you can no do obviously you, you don't have to yeah you can do it everyone i just yeah, it does sound pretty cool. <laughs> obviously that was a joke yeah okay cool i mean it, so yeah um obviously yeah i i think so specifically just or unless unless carly you have something more but i don't think so mm-hmm. okay and obviously what i was gonna say is like obviously you know we can talk about this more if you have something else like you bring specific up thing, specifically yeah. like on the podcast we could start out an episode where you're like hey what about this thing what should i do with this thing yeah like and if, we if we're in the middle of podcast, november i mean know? i feel like november should just be like help carly and caleb write their novels <laughs> podcast yeah. right. uh that could yeah. be cool yeah okay so then before we give our little spiel mm-hmm. uh a couple of things real quick so i found this new band called waking ashland uh which is a uh, band that was a Christian rock band that was created somewhere in the early 2000s. And they released, yeah, they released one album in 2005 and then they disbanded. And just like, just like nevertheless made like like two albums and disbanded like sons and Waverly. (laughs) Yep. All these amazing bands run kid run had only three. And then they disbanded, you know, stuff like that. The worst. And so, but it's a really, really solid album, really great band. And so I figured I would plug composure? it. Um, I, huh? Composure. Yeah. Composure is the name of the, uh, oh, the tooth and nail. Cool. Um, yeah. Tooth and nail. Yeah. That's how I, uh, <laughs> that's, that's when I knew I was like, ah, Hey, it's a tooth and nail, uh, uh, artist. I'll check them out. You know, like that was, that was what sold it for me. And then I was like, oh, these are, this is a Christian band. I love this. This is great. Sweet. Uh, but no, um, it's really good. I love the theology in it. Um, it's it has a lot to do with like um, a love thing that he went through as well, and just some really cool wisdom in it. Uh, one of the lines that he did is, uh, um, "Was this fate, or was I uh, trying to, uh, or was this out of was this? Oh no, that's what it is. Was it fate that brought us here, or my mistakes?" I made in fear. <laughs> and I thought when he first said it was, um, was it faith that brought us here? And I thought that was so much more poignant of a line. <laughs> and so when I first heard it, I was like, Oh, that's so good. I have to really think about that one of like, you know, the, the verses of like, you know, doing things out of faith or else it is sin. And like in this relationship, did you do this out of faith in God that this thing is good and that it was going to be blessed or was it a fear of uh you know mistakes making mistakes in all these different things and i was like wow that's some deep wisdom right there and then and then i looked at the lyrics and it said fate and i was like nope i i just believe that you can you can kind of hear him say faith so we're just going with faith I don't, i'm not the lyric lyric pages are wrong so we're going with faith um no but anyway uh so a really cool band i would suggest 
just checking them out. As long as and we're since we can't like review. As long as we're plugging music, uh, my mom yeah. started listening to a band called the Grey Havens and uh-huh. got me yeah. into oh, them. I, f- I found yeah. them before. Okay, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, they're good. And yeah, some of their songs I'm just like, uh, it's so good. Like this, my soul, yeah. which is literally about original sin. I'm like. Yes. Oh, yeah. Grey Havens are one that I listened to like one Noise Trade album of, and never got around to listening to the rest of their discography. <laughs> so I need to I need to do that. Yeah, they did just put a, out a new album. Okay. Would you have an album recommendation? Oh, did they? Uh, I which, believe the album that I really like. I uh, I don't remember. remember. The, remember the I gotta look up the actual. Yeah, it. Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking at all of them right now. So. Uh, Ghost of a King, Fire and Stone. Yeah, Star- Fire and Stone. That's what it Fire is. Fire and Stone. Yeah, that one's really okay. good. There's okay. Jack and Jill Part Two, but there's no Jack that's, and Jill Part One. Yeah, yeah, but that's a good song. And they have one called <laughs> um, "Stroll My Fame," which is literally like God's grace stole what I thought of myself and was like you're not that great <laughs> but i am oh interesting fire and stone is the first studio album hmm. by the gray havens hmm. um so they must have just done like eps before that then interesting because they had music before that that's pretty cool and yeah. obviously Caleb, i think jack and jill part two is not meant to be a part two of a song oh, they yeah. made called jack and jill but like a continuation of the story yeah. of jack and oh jill. that makes sense yeah that makes sense they mentioned Jack and the Beanstalk too and stuff like that, <laughs> and Humpty Dumpty. Uh, all right. uh, man, so so one of the things Very about like bands is like they have to have good album art, or else like I just don't like I'm just like why? Um, but yeah. all of the they have Waking Ashland and the Grey Havens have some pretty solid album art, so I'm I'm about it. Yeah. Know. Yeah. All added to my library. They're there mm-hmm. now. Also, Ben Jacobs, one of our avid listeners, he suggested that I listen to uh, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Mm, yep. Either of you ever heard of them? Mm-hmm. And that so he cool. said it. He said if he listened, if it, that if he listened to Waking Ashland, that I have to listen to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. And he said he's been listening to the album on repeat all day. You know what? I know why um, that so. sounds familiar because totally at one point I looked up Jumpsuit by Twenty One Pilots on guitar tabs to try to find out how to play uh, it and, and that showed up as it. one of yeah. the like related things. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So yeah, so I, I figured I'd throw that out there too. But anyway, yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to him yet though. But I promised him I would. <laughs> also, I got Chandler to listen to Waking Ashland too and he loved them as nice. well. So. Yeah, so I think you'll like it, kid. I'm just adding a whole bunch of albums to my <laughs> library now. Add Trench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do need to get around to listening to, to Trench, don't I? Let me do that. <laughs> there we go. I'm... But yeah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's close it up. So thursday you can be back on this channel with some not turnalias but uh, i think we're gonna do a fiasco is what it sounds like um so that's cool but no friday elysian road because we're going to uh yeah i know sad day i was really i was really looking forward to i, mean, I am really looking forward to our next session it's gonna be really cool yeah um, turns out we already have someone coming over for dinner on friday anyway my oh, mom was yeah. like i totally scheduled this on friday night and then it was like oh we don't have elysian road on friday night so that actually totally works, works. <laughs> yeah perfect Oh yeah, and David right. didn't wasn't free on Friday either, so it just ended up working out really nicely. Yeah. 
Um, so Jared and Josh could go hang out, I guess. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, we won't have it this Friday because we're doing Phantom Ranch. We're going up north uh, for a um, retreat. Uh, but the next Friday, I think, we're planning on doing it. And the Yay. next Thursday, we'll have regular Terranolius. And I think for a while, we're going to have regular Terranolius, which is exciting because there's lots of cool things happening yeah. in that campaign, too. Uh, if you like speculative fiction stories like we've just been talking about, <laughs> check out any of the role-playing games we've been doing on this channel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can find us on uh, on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at our Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show and at our website at Christian Artist Show dot com. Uh, yeah, some good stuff, some fun stuff today. I really enjoyed kind of brainstorming that. And uh, I'm going to pass out here in a little <laughs> bit. So... I'm very tired. Um, no, I'm, I'm lying. I'm totally gonna play that. This is more of mine somewhere, and then and then go to bed at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's a great game. Uh, I just need to relax a little bit tonight. So, adios, amigos. We will be back next week with more. See you. See you later, alligator. <laughs> After a while, crocodile. Carly, make some sort of animal reference oh. and a goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. See in the loo, kangaroo. <laughs> See you in the bathroom? <laughs> That's what Bye. the loo means. <laughs> 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 okay. Good night. <laughs>